Well, folks, I can't believe I said folks. Um, this movie is why uh, it kind of brings together why I like movies and music. And this was such a great combination of movies and music. Um, it was definitely better than Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know how um, accurate... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was highly inaccurate. I'm, I don't know that much about Elton John. I know, like, all of his singles because I just grew up listening to them. I don't know his deep cuts, but um, I, know, I knew, like, every almost every song in the movie. So that's one of the reasons why I enjoyed it so much. And, and music is so great because it helps me feel. So I saw the movie by myself, and I was just, like, sitting in the back of the theater, like, crying when when certain songs came about and when, when they showed, like, the context of the songs. So the movie did that really well. Um, Taron Egerton was fantastic as... Elton. At the beginning, like, you kind of, he didn't really remind me of Elton a little bit, but then as the movie went on, I'm like, oh my god, look how much he looks like him, and just how he moves like him. Um, And I think that was his real voice, but it didn't matter. You know, whoever that voice was, you know, captured, it wasn't Elton's voice, but it captured, you know, the spirit. And it was good to have, you know, to have it be a little different, because it was a movie about Elton, but not, you know, have it be uh, so far off because, you know, it is still an Elton John movie. Um, I think it captured substance abuse pretty well. Um, you know, the, the, the pitfalls of it. And then what I, I, probably the best part of the movie. And I think the most emotional part of the movie for me was when Elton was in a support group because he was in rehab and it showed, you know, the whole movie was kind of like, his mind in a way, I'm, I'm guessing, you know, and it just an exaggeration of the songs, you know, and it had all this wild imagery, which, which, which was done fantastically. But what really touched me the most was it showed the characters, not character, the people in his life who made him who he is for better or for worse. So it showed his mom, his dad, his stepfather, his mother's boyfriend, his grandmother, um, Bernie Taupin, and then, you know, so his, his manager, John Reed, and it just showed what he may, what either what they think of Elton or what Elton thinks they think of him. But ultimately, they are people in Elton's mind, even though they're real people, they, in, they represent what's going on in Elton's mind, you know, whether it's true or not. But then what was the most touching was when the child Elton comes to him and um, I think the the child asked the adult Elton for a hug and that's kind of what Elton growing up it shows his abandonment issues he just wanted to be loved and and all of the fame and all of the stardom you know people loved him but they didn't love him because they didn't know him they just loved a part of him fantastic part of him but it was the real him that Elton was was looking for. And it's so important, you know, I think with, with any mental illness, but especially with substance abuse, um, loving oneself, 
and especially yourself of the past, forgiving oneself if you feel that you've, you've done something wrong. But even if you didn't, having that compassion for yourself. And I thought this scene just illustrated that beautifully, more than any other elaborate scene in the movie, and there were plenty, this was the one where I was like, oh my god, they got it. They got it. You know, and the 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 biopics now, and like just from, you watch any documentary, especially behind the music, it's the rise, the fall, and the rise of the artist. And and this, this movie wasn't different in that respect. Um, it captured that. And it did it well, you know, and it did it, it did it in a unique way, even though it had the cliches of, you know, of, of a person like Elton, his life. Um, I think my only criticism of the movie, that it, just, it needed to be long. It was a pretty long movie, but it needed to be longer. I wish they would have went into, um, and I understand why they didn't, but because it just showed how he, he rose up and, you know, it showed the rise and it stopped at the rise. But it would have been nice to see, like, the stuff he did in the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, working on The Lion King and, and doing, doing some other things or, or meeting his, um, his husband you know, and, and showing that love story. But it would have been like a 19-hour movie. Um, so they just had to, I thought it ended quick and, you know, and, and I'm still standing the movie that it ended on. isn't at least one of my favorite Elton songs. So it was like, Oh, you're ending on that song. You know, there was a period of Elton John music where it was like, you know, the high, the eighties is highly commercial and didn't have as much meaning as say like, you know, your song or, Oh my God, or goodbye. Yellow brick road. I wish it would, <laughs> I wish it would have ended on a better song. But, um, aside from that, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I saw it in the movie theater, and I live in a pretty conservative area of Long Island. Um, there are, you know, I'm, I'm very much a liberal. So there are liberal patches, of course, just like any place, but it's kind of like a deep red place. And when they were having the love scenes with Elton and, and John Reed, I saw people next to me, like, gasping and, like, covering their eyes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, you're an adult. Come on, these are two people loving each other, and, and this is bothering you? So it shows at least where I live. Um, and I'm not going to stay there forever. I'm not. After I graduate grad school, I'm gone. But um, it just goes to show you have some catching up to do, even with someone like Elton John. So you can only imagine. And I do like how it showed him coming to grips with who he was and his sexuality. And that's what the movie was about, finding out who you are. And it's hard. It sounds easy. Well, who am I? Let me answer it. I know myself better than, than anyone. It's like, you know, sometimes you don't. You know, and sometimes it takes a while to find out who you are and, and what you want and see what you can do to uh, to achieve that. And plus, with, with Elton John, it's just an extraordinary life because, you know, there's only one Elton John. There's only one Bernie Taupin. And, you know, there's only those two people can write songs like that and songs and just what an extraordinary career, you know, he's going to be remembered for, for a long time. And long after he's gone, his songs are going to be, uh, are going to be remembered. So, um, and it was Dexter Fletcher who also directed Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, even though Brian Singer got credit for it, uh, Dexter Fletcher finished, I think, you know, it was like half the movie or something, but, um, for whatever reason, he didn't get the credit for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and Bohemian Rhapsody was well put together. It was just highly, <laughs> highly inaccurate. It was well acted, highly inaccurate and kind of sanitized. And, and that could be, and I say could, cause I thought Rocket Man was very well done. It, 
with those, with these biopics being approved by the people that they're about, even though they're bearing a lot and Elton bared a lot of himself. It makes you wonder what, what he decided to leave out. You know, I realize he may think he's an open book, but there might be something that he just doesn't want people to know. And, um, and when you have a movie that needs approval from the actual person, it can get a little, you know, a little compromising, but it didn't seem like he compromised that much, uh, at least in the areas he wanted to talk about. You know, the dirt with Molly Crew was the same thing. If, if they, you know, say, oh, it's an old holds barred look, well, you know, let me see what you actually did bar. Or let me, you know, what did, what did the movie leave out? You know, what, what were the things about themselves that they don't want people to know? So, you know, maybe after Elton's gone, there could be something, or I'm sure there's some kind of unauthorized thing that's out there, and who knows how true that is. So, you know, there's always three sides. Well, not always, but, you know, there's three sides to every story, yours, mine, and the truth. But regardless, even if you're not an Elton John fan, just, you know, the story um, spiced up with, with the the movie making and the cinematography and the directing and of course the acting and the, and the music was um was really well done so i definitely recommend it so i think that's it i'm tired so um if hopefully you're not tired of this podcast and uh feel free to listen and share and rate and do all that good stuff so you can find me on twitter at mmam podcast on uh, Facebook at MMAM Podcast and uh, where else? Oh, email MMAM Podcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Bye.